This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, so here we go. We do a podcast, and Al forgot his sheet. So the podcast starts without him, but he'll be back in just one second. Now for me, I've got about, fifty. as we record this, 58 minutes to go. And then I am off and free and going to get some lovely sleep later tonight. And that's going to be glorious. Al Dukes. How be you? Good, Jerry. I like to have a posty note with just know. words on it of things I wanted to uh, You've get got to. Topics. I got topics. First of all, yesterday, big on social media. Myself, I also uh, got in the loop on this. I uh, got in the mix. Uh, if you're a Spotify listener and subscriber and that sort of thing, they put out your Spotify Wrapped 2022, which is it. It tells you what your most listened to artists and podcasts oh, yeah. are. Yeah. So, so if I pull up Spotify right now, yeah. that'll come up? Uh, yeah, wrapped, as in like a, how you wrap a present. Okay. 2022 wrapped, Jerry. Oh, there it is. My wrapped is ready. Yeah, so let's go first to your... Uh, so I click on that first? Yeah, click on that. It runs like a mo- like a video, but okay. you can... Uh, can pause it? You can pause it or screen grab it when it gets to your top artists and your top podcasts. Okay. I don't need to... Let's see who uh, you my got, My 2022 Jerry. wrapped... This year, you ventured into the genreverse. I mm-hmm. explored 56 different genres. Which is not possible. I, I didn't do it. Is what I they're know, telling it's, me. It's, it's, my my top genres, rock, pop, pop, rap, mellow gold, and country. Mellow gold. Those are my top five. All right. All right. Next up, from sunrise to sunset, you kept it interesting. Okay. I don't yeah, know what this that is, means. This is, they're, they're so Your morning started with sentimental silly joy. What the hell is that? Uh, who knows? We you wanna, seize the day with hype lit bold. We want to get to your top artists. It's getting there. You embrace the night with angst, mellow, rebellious. Oh. These are cool words, I'll tell you that. Mm, all that listening added up to 13,166 minutes of total playtime. More than 63% of other users. Okay. With one song. Oh, boy. Tells you your favorite song. Wow. My favorite song was Buy Dirt by Jordan Davis? Really? <laughs> Seems like it, Jerry. I played 850 songs, but these played again and again and again. Uh, Dosed by Red Hot Chili Peppers was two. Come on. This is going too fast. Uh, well, you got to screen grab it when it goes, then you uh, can read I, it. Well, I can redone it. Right? I can redo it, right? My top 100 songs yeah, you go plus all one extra. Get to where it was going. I listened to 498 artists this year. Also not true. I don't know where they get this information. There's no way you listen to 498 different artists. It's impossible. Okay. I don't know where they're getting this information from. Well, it's got to be on my playlist, no? 
still. You, I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Let's see here. What's going on now? Body, my, uh, my Red Hot Chili Peppers top artist, uh, Jordan Davis 2, Maroon 5, 3, Lincoln Park 4. That can't be right. Sam Hunt 5? No way. No way. That's not. Yeah, this is I weird. Carol, uh, uh, Karen Carpenter more than I listen to Sam Hunt. I like him, but not that much. I spent 1180 minutes. That's not a lot. Joe Rogan was my top podcast. Who else? You my got on second that list? top podcast was Alan Jerry. <laughs> and my my third one was uh, Sean. Uh, what's his name? Sean T. Yeah, trust and believe from the body uh, beach from body beach body people. Yep. This year you had an onion to peel back. What? Time to meet your listening personality. What does that mean? Uh, it's this is stupid. What they did. All right, you ready? What do you think it's going to be? I don't know. The top charter. You love a hit song, the kind of track that everyone knows the words to. If music is climbing the charts, you're sure. That's not really true, though. I don't listen yeah. to. I know. I think music. a lot of this stuff is crap. Yeah, it's almost like they just send out. They probably have three or four of them that they just send out because I don't listen to current music really. Yeah, yeah. That I, I was just more interested in who your top artists were, and who your top podcasts were. It says "Drinking Beer, Talking God, Amen" was my fifth most popular song. No. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I, I I've heard it. it. I like it. Yep. I don't listen to it that much. I would tell you I've probably heard "Kentucky Rain" by Elvis Presley more than that. That's weird. Yeah. My my list is a crap list. The other problem with my uh, collection of Spotify is that because I use it for bumper music, yeah, oh, it's grabbing a lot of that. So it's like my favorite song was, you know, uh, Stay at Home by Too Much Joy because that's a song I play every Friday right? because it goes Friday night. Right. So you've got 52 plays automatically for that one. Yes. 48 plays or whatever the case may be for that one specific song. Right. Then I also have it for like... Um, uh, the success story by the Who, which I play on Fridays, that sure. goes Friday night. How would I see? Is there a way that I can actually? It will tell me how many artists I have out of my 868 songs. Uh, no, you'd have not. to look at that yourself. Yeah, right. Well, how am I going? I got to sit there and add up 498. That's correct. I mean, I got time. I have that much time. The other weird thing when I'm looking at mine here, I go through phases with artists. So do I. But then, like, at the year-end wrap-up, like, so the year-end wrap-up said my favorite artist was Chuck Prophet. I don't know who that is. Who I went through a Chuck Prophet phase probably in the summer. Who was Chuck Prophet? Country? Uh, no, he's a rock guy. Religious? No. Religious he rock? Just, he just, he's one of these guys that... Uh, I don't know. He's got hardcore fans, but not a lot of them. Got it. And I heard one of his songs on Satellite, so I went back and started listening to some of his other stuff. I liked it. Then I got all into it for like yeah. hardcore, listening to all the records, blah blah blah. And I bet you I haven't put a Chuck Prophet song on in six months. Wow! But there but was you that, binged it for a while. But I binged it for a while, just like the other one. My number two was Tom Waits. Okay. I was about two weeks ago into a hardcore Tom Waits uh, situation. It sounds exciting. What are the what's going on? Boomer here? wants to talk about his Spotify. No, I was thinking about uh, coming in here with the Dunkin' Donuts people and taking a picture while you guys are doing your podcast. Oh, okay. Is that okay with you? Sure. Yes. Uh, you guys can talk around it. That's them. fine. Yeah, no worries. Just keep it down. Keep yeah. It down, okay? Yeah, we're yeah, very you busy. You come do what you got to do. This is your studio. So I had this. So I've been going through this Tom Waits situation yes. recently where I, I get really hardcore into it. 
Hi, My Cuppy. Man. This is Cuppy. The uh, You want to take a selfie real quick, Cuppy? All right. Let's see what we got here. It's me and Cuppy. Hold on. Nice smile, Al. A lot Hold of on. teeth. That was fake. That was fake. Again, good teeth. I have solid teeth. Yeah, solid going, teeth. Cuppy. You look good. Cuppy doesn't talk. No, oh, right. no, no mascots talk. When mascots talk, that's when trouble starts. That's true. That huh. is true. This is interesting. You're on, hey, listen, you're on stage right now. There are people listening to what you have to say. Mm. All right, like, Jerry. We're still rolling here. No, I understand. Rolling, rolling, rolling. So uh, Cuppy, the uh, Dunkin' Donuts mascot, is delivering a uh, a check for the Boomer Size and Foundation. It's a nice. giant check, Jerry. Yes, it is. You got to take that to the giant banks. Right? I'm, I'm going to give Boomer mm-hmm. a check soon. Do I got to get one that big Yeah, too? you got to get a big check. Or it doesn't to, count, Jerry. How do I do that? Uh, you go to like... Go uh, to the big check people? Yeah, no, you go to like Staples or something. You can get a Staples big check. Staples is going to make me a big check. Yeah. Do this, Jerry. When you get a big check, also get a big check like you're just giving me a big check. <laughs> no. For just being that. friends. Who got the big check? How did you get the big check? Staples? Oh, they Duncan have their has own. their own. They teams. got their own check people. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they have their own big check people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Good. <laughs> Very good. Good nice. photo. Great smiles. Thank you, Alan. Oh, you got no, it, guys. My, our pleasure. It is your studio, after all. <laughs> Last time I checked, of course. He remembers. Trust me. <laughs> How you doing? I wonder. What's if up, the, dude? I wonder. If, I wonder if uh, the the giant coffee cup. Yeah, I don't want him to fall. Him or her. See you. Right. It's true. Like favorite things you do on a Friday. I'm talking Dunkin' Donuts. If you don't mind, out. Oh my goodness. I'm a barista. I cook. I make. I make the coffee in the back all the time. Yes. I'm good at it. Boomer said that he's making. No, well, Boomer we does do. some. No, we, we actually all, all do. do. I'm very good at it, though, as well. I'm getting ready. I'm going to go work on the one in Hazlitt. Hey, and then the black card presentation in this room was classic. Oh, oh yeah. for Boomer. Classic. Yes. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> See you guys. All See right. You. Appreciate the partnership. Yeah, thank you. Take it easy. See you, Cuppy. Watch your steps down there. Don't fall down. the. There you go. Very exciting. That is exciting, Jerry. Good stuff. Um. Oh, yes, yeah, so we were doing the Spotify rap. So the problem is... I go through these phases yeah. where, and this is how it breaks down. I hear a song by an artist. Yeah. I then go to there on Spotify. You could do uh, like most a, popular songs. Yeah. And they do most, it. Most, uh, they'll do it like uh, this is, you know, red hot yeah. chili peppers yeah. and get the list. So I'll do that. And then I get hardcore into it. I listen on my ride in. Yeah. I'm blah, blah, blah. Then I get sheet music. I try to learn some songs on the piano. Sure. Then I lose interest. Well, but the, you know what? That makes sense, though, too, in terms of why Jordan Davis is ranking second. Yeah. We met him. I I did know one song. That was all I knew. Went to the concert. I'm like, this guy's good. And I remember I put seven, eight, nine songs. Yeah. And then at that point, listened a lot. And you know what? In the summertime, a lot of country music on and I outside. love country in the summer. And so that would be on the country playlist yeah. that I made. So I guess it does make sense, actually. So I had Chuck Prophet one, Tom Waits two, Old Dominion country artist three, Too Much Joy <laughs> four. They had a two records out, and Bruce Springsteen number five. Bruce wow. almost didn't make my list. Bruce is slipping. But like, here's another example. My favorite of all time is Paul Westerberg, 
and the replacements. They're not on the list. No, they're not. Because they I fade in and out on them. They're, right. they, uh, they're there. They don't put out new music. Right. So I get into it, and then I drop what, out of it. Then also, I, get into I, would lo- it. I would love to know what counts as a play. Yeah. How long do you have to listen to a song? Because I remember when I had Amazon Music. Yeah. If you didn't listen to at least 50% of the song, it did not count it as a play. Right. I wonder what Spotify's is. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. If it starts, does it count? Now, my my top five podcast, Jerry, stirred a lot of controversy. People are yelling at me on Twitter. They're your podcasts. What are they yelling at you for? For consuming these podcasts. I'll give you one in particular. Number My number one was Joe Rogan. Okay. Right? Number two, Ben Shapiro. He's okay. a... Uh, sort of right-wing conservative. Yeah, I've only listened to him a couple of times. Now, I listened a... to him when he had the, um, what's the guy's name? He had one guest on that I wanted to listen to. Yeah. It's the only time I listened to him. Now, this is a perfect example. I went through a phase where I was listening to Ben Shapiro every day okay. on my ride in. Mm-hmm. Every day. I haven't listened to him now in probably two or three months right? because it got sort of monotonous, right? Mm-hmm. But now it's on my it's on my list. Yeah. Then I have a podcast called Why Are You Laughing by the, the Blind Mike Project. That's no a, They that pick is. a comedy topic and discuss it. Okay. I enjoy that. The Dave Portnoy show on Barstool, right. which he's just quit that. He's oh, not okay. doing it anymore. Didn't know he did it in the first place. And then Mark Marin podcast. And I had most people yelling at me about Ben Shapiro. I just don't understand why anyone would yell at you for listening to what you want to listen yeah, to. Yeah, that's what I want to listen, listen to. Listen to what you want. They can listen to what they want, and, and then that's what like, makes the world go round. It doesn't make sense because Ben Shapiro and Mark Maron are opposite politically. That should actually make more yes. sense that you're I'm trying to get every to perspective. All. Yes. I don't know. People are weird. People suck, Jerry. Not only should they not be yelling at you, people should be applauding you. Right. For yes, being please. willing to listen to both sides. Thank you, Jerry. I should be being applauded. Man, that's weird. Very weird. Second topic, Jerry. Well, third, because we had we had copy. Oh, yeah. We had to talk about Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, third, then. You hear all the time about, and you mentioned it uh, during the show today, about that uh, you got up to pee even yeah. when you didn't drink a lot of yeah. water. This notion that we should be drinking eight cups of water a day, why? Like, shouldn't you drink? Well, isn't it supposed to filter out toxins in your body? Isn't but that the should... idea, like, flushes everything out? But shouldn't your body, like, you're not... You're eating when you get hungry. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that tends to come three three times a day. Or three, my case, breakfast, nine. Or nine times a day. <laughs> You're not like, oh, I got to shove food down my throat. Correct. I don't like that. I don't think we need to be drinking as much water. I don't know. I mean, I, I've read told. things that say you don't need to drink as much, and then I've read things that say you should be drinking 50% of your body weight, which is absurd. That makes no sense. I know. Um, so I my guess is it's somewhere in between. That said, I think there's, I think staying hydrated is a good thing for alertness, for energy level, for energy crashes. Um, it prevents them. I mean, I, I, when I'm drinking water regularly, I really do see a difference driving home. Really? I, I do, yes. Um, and when I'm not, I'm lethargic and I'm, but it's weird because it's not like hunger except in the summertime. Yeah. In the summertime, my body's dying for water. And in the winter, it's not. Even like when, you know, in the fall when the kids play baseball, you know, we would go in the summertime with a tournament, a tournament game. We would send Joseph with probably 
probably 40 ounces of water, I would say, with two containers. They'd be gone by the end of one game. Right, but he right because he was his body was craving it. He was sure. sweating. But then in the fall, he'd go with a 16 ounce bottle of Poland Spring and leave the game with 14 ounces still in the bottle. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, I don't, I don't know. I don't hmm. know. I'd love to talk to a nutritionist or a doctor or someone about that. I don't know. I also wonder this: things that are made with water, that's got to count for something. I always wonder that too. So when I drink coffee, does that count as water consumption? Made up. A, here's what you here's what the critics would say because I I've seen this a lot. You're actually should drink more water because the fact that the water has caffeine in it is a dehydrant, right? And it's taken out. To me, if I put water in that cup, I would think you're drinking counts water. as water. I put water in my oatmeal in the morning. It should count as that's water. That's water. I would think. so. I have a beer at three in the afternoon on a Friday. That's made of water first. You do go to the bathroom a lot when you drink beer. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I went. We were at our friend's house on Saturday night. I had. I didn't have. We were there for four hours. In four hours, I had four beers. I had one an hour. I wouldn't consider that pounding beers, would you? No. Four and four hours. Nope. My God, I went. To, I must have gone to the bathroom six times. Was <laughs> it's embarrassing? Pounding beers God. would be three or more an hour. Three on that. Three an hour is a lot. Three an hour. That to me is long. pounding beers. That is a lot. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree. One an hour is to me, it's, it's you know, you're having a casual drink. Right. Or if you have three beers in two hours, I think that's fine as well. I, to me, anytime, anytime you get to more than one an hour, be, you know, depending on the person, a gigantic right. human being can have two an hour and not, it won't, won't f- yeah. affect them. Me, it will. One an hour. That's it. I also wanted to offer this up to you, Jerry. I, I think I told you this personally on a, a text message. I don't want to buy your car. Um, my car's not for sale. I did see your picture of the car parked. Oh, yeah, the other day. It happened to me the other I was going to take a picture of my car, too, the other day. I'm like, you know what? I'm just not. It's just whatever. smushed completely I, up against And me. it was both sides. Yeah. So I literally had a – I wasn't even tapping. I was pounding – Doosh, each doosh. car back and forth to get out. I was like, "Come on, guys!" Yeah, I had about six inches, uh, six to eight inches behind me, so I was. I actually that seemed to be enough. You like that? <laughs> Having six to eight inches behind. Bend me. over to notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jerry. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, you were saying so. Um, in in the in everybody's shower, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Even if you don't have grout, like we have bath fitters, we yep. don't have grout. We have caulk. We have caulk. Where the where the wall of the mm-hmm. shower meets the bathtub yep. is caulk. Yep. And when you don't have great ventilation, like you mentioned you don't, you I don't. don't have it in my bathroom, uh, mold will form. Yeah, unless you squeegee the water down after every single time you oh, use the shower. Oh, is that what shower. it is? Well, it's what it is, is it's the water that sits. Oh, okay. And then it's in it's, hum- it's humid in the air. Yeah. And the whole, that's why, I don't know if they gave you, that's why they give you the squeegee. I didn't get no the... squeegee, Jerry. Oh, really? Oh, I got a squeegee, which when I use it, their... and I love the, I really do. It's not, you know, I say it in the in the ad, it's true. We bought a bath fitter in my other house six years, uh, eight years ago, whatever it was. Loved it. And we did it here again. They gave us a squeegee this time. And I love the, I do. And when I use it, I squeegee the walls. The boys don't. Yeah. And the water just sits there. And when it just sits there, that's what is part of the problem. Yeah, so you had asked me, uh, uh, you know, what do you use to get rid of it? Because a lot yeah. of cleaners you put on, it doesn't work. Yeah. So I told you about this spray I use that has bleach in it. And I'm telling you, Jerry, it worked for two years. Yeah. So when I told you about it, I told you about it like two weeks ago or something. Yeah. 
the last time I went to do it, it wasn't working. Yeah. So I took to YouTube, and I wrote, I typed in, uh, uh, you know, whatever. And people told me this trick, and uh, I used it. It works great. It was to take toilet bowl cleaner, the kind that is in that that uh, that container where it hooks. It's got uh, the cool uh, neck. Yeah, it's got the cool the gooseneck, so that yep. you could get under the mm-hmm. the bowl. So get the one with the bleach in it and just run that gel because it's like a gel on it. Let it sit, and when you go to take a shower next time, wash it off. Wow. Worked great. Yeah, I'm gonna actually buy that on the way home. Yeah, I'm gonna give that a try. I got the Clorox one with bleach, and you clean clean your toilets with it. Um, even that, I yeah. might even we might even have that. You might house. even ha- even have it in there because uh, Kim's a nut with cleaning. So and I know she does all that. I I would not. She's got all those cleaners. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we have it. Right. But who would think? Who would think to do it? Who would think? Not and then, me. And then finally, Jerry, this morning during the Boomer and Geo show, I would say this is probably about seven fifteen or so. I, I in screening the calls, the guy goes, guy was very angry. Well, we weren't even doing controversial topics. He goes, stop talking and play some effing music on this radio station. Or I will find you, hang you, hang your entire family. Uh, then I said, okay. uh, why? And he hung up. And then I took his phone number down because we have call waiting. Yeah. Or call screening or whatever yeah, the sure. hell it is. And then I did the reverse lookup and it said, uh, this number's, uh, we can't, uh, We they gave me a town that it's in, but they couldn't tell me who the person was. That was, was very rude. Beach, was he? Oh, no, Long Island. Okay. Strange. Strange. Why were you going to hang me, hang me and my family? Uh, especially for a station that doesn't play music. Yeah, we don't play music. I mean, unless, do you think he was calling, do you think he was listening to a music station that has a very talkative morning show? Maybe WBAB out there or something? I don't know. playing enough music for him, but to get that angry? That angry, right. Like, Put your phone on. Yeah, do something. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's. I hate when I hear that yeah. stuff. That's scary. That was the... the a we like that's a weird threat. I'll hang you. Yeah, like you know, kill you. The other weird one I got years ago, and this guy's, uh, I I tracked it to a business that was right near where I lived in Basking Ridge. Oh boy, this guy told me he was going to drown me. <laughs> oh my god, drown! What a weird threat. Very specific. If you call me now and tell me you're going to drown me, I live near the ocean. Yeah. I didn't live near the water. Yank you out into the uh, into the water or the boat and just leave you out there. Yeah, like I I wasn't living near water in Basking Ridge, and this guy was gonna holy crap drown me. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. So please do not drown me or hang me or my family. Yeah, we would like to die naturally. Right, my family has nothing to do with this. That, that is very. You don't, true. If you want us to play more music, mm, then go somewhere else. Go somewhere else. Yeah, I suggest ninety two three HD two. And I was thinking like. Wow, it's only seven something a.m. and this guy's like unhinged already. Yes, had a, must have had a rough morning. Well, maybe his maybe his shift was just ending. Could That's be the true. end of his day. You don't know that. Could have had a long day. Maybe yeah, had a, a fight people, with the wife. A lot of people that have very different lives yeah. and shifts. That's and true. Jobs and all sorts of things. That's true. Maybe the kids were ticking them off. Who knows? Right. Who knew? I will tell you real quick. And I, maybe I texted you this maybe yesterday. Maybe I didn't. It is lovely in South Florida. Oh, I bet. It is just... You were in Miami. I mean, it was November 30th yesterday, and it was 84 degrees, and there were... I mean, there were clouds, but not many until later in the day. It, it's just a joy to go outside. 
Yeah. You want to go out and walk, and you want to go do something. So the plane lands last night, this morning, actually. The plane landed at 1, I guess it was one twenty this morning. And they say, hey, just when you get off the plane, there's a little space. Be careful, and also watch the wind. So Rutgers charters. So in the past, the bus would be right there waiting for us. So you go down the steps, right onto the bus. You didn't even need a jacket. It would be nine degrees. You didn't need a jacket because the bus was warm and waiting for you. So this is our first time this year on a on a flight trip and new charter company. And now we're with, like, the private planes at Newark Airport. So when we got there, we had to walk from the building. We had to walk out probably 100 yards to the plane, past all these private planes, to our plane. So they say, watch the wind when you get off. Sounds funny, but we don't want anyone getting blown off the thing. Okay, great, thanks. It was 37 degrees, and the wind was whipping at like 30 miles an hour. Now, we all thought the bus was going to be there. You see what I'm wearing right now. Very light jacket. I have a very light jacket, and I did have my shirt and tie on, which I changed. But that's thin because I thought there was going to be a bus there. I got off, and within three seconds, my thought was, why do we live here? I was so cold walking that 100-yard trek right. to get back in. Holy crap. You could be living is... in South Beach, Jerry. Oh, my God, Al. With oh. girls in bikinis and cheekinis and thongs. How about when we get back from wherever, Michigan State at midnight, and it's raining, and it's 35 degrees, yeah. and we got to make that walk. Oh. But at least you're coming from Michigan, which also sucks. Uh, yeah, how terrible. The weather. That's why last night, yesterday was phenomenal, going to – a couple of the guys were out by the pool in the middle of the afternoon, and I walked by them. I'm like, guys, remember this, because in another couple of weeks, we'll be in Iowa, where it's going to be six degrees. Right. This is it. You talk about, uh, you never hear people, sometimes they'll say, Jerry, like, you should be thankful for where you were born. You were born in America. Absolutely, you were, you of course. Were, you were born at this time. Yeah, these are spoiled problems. But we missed one little part. Born in New Jersey. Yes. Well, I'm Brooklyn, but yes. You're Brooklyn, but this East Coast yeah. nonsense. Like, if you were born in California, Arizona. Yeah, that's all you know. That's probably where you'd still be. Well, even the guy yesterday, uh, last night I was talking to from Miami, he's like, yeah, I don't know how you guys do it up there. He goes, we have hurricanes. He goes, you know what? Everyone, does everywhere has their issues yes. weather-wise. You're not going to find a perfect place. Even San Diego, as perfect as it is, they have bad days, too. We have hurricanes, you have super storms, you have blizzards. He goes, I don't know how you deal with cold, though. He goes, that you have, I can guarantee you're going to have a cold winter every year. Yes. I'm like, yeah, I know. Thank you. Right, and when you're in like, uh, you the when when a hurricane is approaching, that happens probably a legitimate threat once a season. Sure. A legitimate threat. Yeah, sure. So for that week, week and a half leading up to it, you're... Nervous. Absolutely. When you live somewhere in the winter, it's every day. For every like day. Four months. And we're going to get hit four? Al, it's, I mean, you got at yeah, least four, four or five. Yeah. Four to five months of nonsense. You can have a cold November and a very cold March. Oh, absolutely. So, and April sucks. Really. Yeah, like, April's April? not great either. April has become a crappy month. Yeah, you hear that? April, so, you suck. Yeah. Anyway, I enjoyed my 24 hours in Miami. I bet. That is nice, Jerry. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up program. Were you here for that? I was. Okay. You were in, in you made it home. Yes, made no it Peter Schwartz today. No Peter Schwartz today. Uh, let's you Peter do Schwartz the... next week when I'm in uh, Ohio? What? <laughs> I 
I said, I wonder if you have Peter Schwartz next week when I'm in Ohio. Let me see this, Jerry. When or if Lepresti is in I have – next week I don't have you out at all. Oh, come on. I don't. Again? Yeah. I have you off on the, the 13th. You might have Peter Schwartz then again next week. I am in Ohio on – and again, this was – I now I forwarded David my email, which the date was on okay. there. Next, I am in Thursday. I'm in Ohio. I'm in Columbus. Yeah. So Jerry out? Well, you know, it's interesting since he hasn't filled it possibly. I wonder if I could fly right after the show then and get out there and then be off Friday. Oh, my God, cool games. No, I can't. Yeah, come on, Jerry. No, no, I, no, no, I'm in. I'm in. I'll, I'll be here. Yeah, right. Thursday I'm out. All right, I'm putting you down. As what do out. you have, the 13th? I have you out the 13th. Yeah, the 13th I got to go to my cardiologist. Okay. That sucks. Do you have, I'll give you one other, we got to go. Oh, that might be it for December. Yeah, that's all I have. But you know what's funny, though? Lepresti said he's got a couple dates for me in December. Those might be the two. You know what? I'll look when we get the schedule, Yeah, the staff schedule. I always look now. Okay. I wonder if I gave Lepresti Monday. Hmm. And then I could have stayed hmm. in Dallas. How about that? How about? Damn it. How about that? I'm going to text him now. All right. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm-up. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Let it rip. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. What do you say we do this? It's 5.02. It's nice to have you with us. The Eddie Scazzeri, nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Jalen Dukes. What's up, man? You ugly duckling yourself. Good morning, Jerry. Uh, did did we, you, we get a dub last night for the Rutgers Scarlet Knights? Very tough loss. In Miami. Yes, yeah, 61-61 with about 90 seconds to go or so. Were you hoping for OT? No. <laughs> no. Hoping oh, for OT out of your yeah. mind? Oh, no. Okay. No, I like a nice, solid two-half game. Yes, I see. Have a final when the game goes final. <laughs> so you weren't eating W's like uh, Jameis Winston where you're stuffing your fingers no. in your face? Was not eating W's. Going, I'm eating W's. No, 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 no. No, they, they played well. They played hard. They just... Didn't make any shots in the final couple of minutes. Did you get to enjoy Miami at all? I know Not you really. went there. When'd you go? Wednesday. So you it's went actually Tuesday funny. after the show. Two out Tuesday night we went. Tuesday late Tuesday afternoon. Funny you say that. So I woke up at six AM on maybe six AM uh, yesterday. Okay. And I decided like, doing my work for the game. I said, you know, it's seven o'clock. I'm gonna try and enjoy Miami a little bit. It's eighty one degrees already. I'm gonna go to the beach. 
Now we were, I don't know where, I don't even know where we were, Dadeland or something, I don't know. And so I just Google closest beach and Tahiti Beach comes up. I'm like, all right, that looks not too bad. It was a 15 minute drive. So I go down, I get an Uber. I'm going to go to the beach. I wanted to get photos. I thought that would be kind of fun. So the Uber guy takes me there. And as we're driving there, I'm following along on my map to make sure, you know, nothing's funky's going on. So you're not going to be kidnapped, Jerry? No. We come into a guard tower. And the guy's on the phone, and he just waves us in. I'm like, that's weird. I'm like, we're just trying to go to a beach. And I saw we were still about a mile away. So we proceed to drive through this community. As we learned later, because I went and Googled it with the guys at Rutgers, and I was telling them the story. This community, the homes in this community were worth between three and thirty million dollars. Nice. This I felt like I was in Beverly Hills. That's a nice beach. It was gorgeous. There was no beach. Oh, we get to the end, and there's another guard tower to where I think, all right, well, maybe this is to be let out of the community, and, and then into the, the beach. beach will be on the other side. Yeah. So as we're approaching this guard tower, it says private. And I figure there's something else underneath it. The Uber guy rolls my window down, and the guard's like. Who are you and why are you here? Like, I'm just trying to go to the beach. There's no beach. Why are you here? I Well, I was just looking for the beach, and this is where the... He goes, okay. I'm going to escort you out. Leave. <laughs> okay. So now, the, now I'm all screwed up with the Uber driver because I'm at my destination. How do I... So I had to pay him cash to get me back to the hotel. Really? Because the closest beach was another 10 million guy. You know what? It's enough. I tried. It didn't work. So it cost me 30 bucks. Well, not 30. $20 in the Uber and then $40 I gave him cash because I felt so bad. So it was a $60, nice 40-minute drive to nowhere. So you took your your um, beach towel, your pail, no, 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 and shovels, no, and no headed pail, home. No shovels. I just was going to take pictures and walk around them. Maybe get breakfast, a cup of coffee, walk around the beach area. Wrong area. Then what? You just went back to your hotel? Yeah. Uh, by the pool, perhaps? Well, did we did do that, research. yes. I did uh, hang out by the pool for a couple of okay. hours. That is true. Not in a bathing suit, nothing like that, but I did hang out by the pool, listen to music, good to go. Okay. And it was 85. Yeah. 85 That's out. That's how it was also 85 God. here, Jerry. I don't know if you heard. Oh, please. We also had beautiful sunny weather. No, uh, you didn't. 80 degrees. No, so... you didn't. My wife sent me a picture of the rain. Oh, my gosh. I had to walk that dog in the pool. <laughs> Cold rain yesterday, brutal. Yeah, that sucks for you. Brutal. Not great. And mm, yeah, I'll leave that alone. Yeah. All right, Jerry, we got a Thursday night football game tonight. Do you have any he interest does. in Bills Patriots? I should. I you really should. should. Right. I can tell you right now, since I'm on about sixty minutes sleep. Yeah. Thirty minutes on the plane and thirty minutes here. Probably gonna go to bed about six o'clock. Yeah, tonight. you see, so you're not gonna see. Don't oh, think so. Also, you know, it's like the Patriots just. Don't, don't interest me. No, but you know why? Because Mac Jones has zero personality. He's boring. Yeah. He's very boring. It's okay to be boring if you win a lot. If you're going to be boring and mediocre, you're boring. Yeah, there's no buzz to the Patriots. It's, it's partly why the Giants don't have the same buzz the Jets have. Right. You're right. And I li- and you know me. I'm rooting for Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley yes. more than most that aren't Giant fans. I really am because I want to be right. They're boring. Yeah. The Jets are fun to watch. Right. Now the Jets are fun yeah. to watch. Patriots are not fun to watch. Bills are fun to watch. But a Bills Patriots, eh. Mm. Oh, oh. Really, I'm really not. It doesn't excite me. Like, even if this is a tight game, you're not going to get anything exciting out of the Patriots. Uh, I wouldn't think so, no. Yeah. I mean, they don't do anything exciting. They really don't. Right. And they gave you a game on Thanksgiving night against the Vikings. You had that one. I mean, the fact that that wasn't a touchdown. You remember the play that the. Nope. Uh, you don't remember the play that the the Patriots scored the touchdown 
on the field. We saw 93 replays of it, looked like a touchdown, and then because the ball moved a fraction of an inch while the guy was holding it, they overturned it. They wound up settling for three. You don't. You didn't see that play? Uh, I'm sure I did. I have you no don't memory. Jerry. I got you. I understand. Zero memory. So even when they're interesting, they're not really interesting. Yeah, they're not. They're just not. And no. there's so many teams like that this year, which is why when we do cool games on Fridays, yeah. like we start going through, and we're like, eh. Oh. Right. The like, league eh. is very mediocre. Yeah, very mediocre. It's too many mediocre teams, which which is right why you're saying the Jets are now like an exciting team. They They're really, on the exciting list. You know what they are? They're intriguing. Oh, intriguing as well. Mike White has this team very intriguing. A Mike White. Yeah. I mean, he's, I, he was so good against the Bears last week. Yeah. If he sucks Sunday, it's going to be very disappointing. It is going to be disappointing. They can lose, but he better light it up. Play well. Play well. That's all. Yeah. I don't need him to throw for 350 yards and four touchdowns. Play well. Play a competent quarterback position. Move the team up and down the field. Have a chance in the end. Now, we mentioned how boring the Patriots are. I yeah. did. I, I see again this has resurfaced down or up in the Boston area. This idea that Belichick and Brady are going to reunite next year. I could see it. Really? 100% I could see it. Yeah. That would be exciting. The one thing that's interesting, though... <laughs> Now, Brady just got divorced. Yeah. His wife bought a house across the street from him. <laughs> Listen, they're not tied together anymore, Jerry. I know. I know. The fact that he would now pick up and leave. That actually is more intriguing now to me. It's kind of interesting. But I could see if we're talking strictly football, we're putting all the personal stuff aside. I wouldn't be stunned if he went back and played his last five years with the Patriots. Or here's what you do. You so go, that went right over your head the last five years. Yeah, well, I was like five years. Now, <laughs> what you do is you go to the Patriots until you win a Super Bowl. Then you, That's a perfect way to bail out of all this. Win Back one with, more with New England? Yes. That would be. That'd be you true. want to talk about storybook Hollywood stuff. Bring back old man Gronk uh, to, to come out of retirement. Again, wouldn't shock me. Right. I mean, one what is he, 32? Run it back, How, Jerry. Is he, is he even right? He's got to be. Yeah. Just Google it. I am. Just so you people know. Uh, oh, you know what's so crazy? I'm on such a little sleep. I'm sitting I'm writing Al Gronkowski. <laughs> oh, if I were a Gronkowski brother, that'd be so great. I'd have to be jacked. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is 33. 33? Yeah. So he could. No reason he couldn't come back and play. Why not? Took a couple of year off. I love Body Googling, fresh. Googling people's ages. Yeah, you were Googling Jesse Cofield from DraftKings before. Yeah, this woman who uh, is a host on uh, this. I don't know if this is a DraftKings infomercial that they it run. Is. Yeah, it is. Uh, and her name is Jesse Cofield. Yeah, you like, I was how like, old is she? How old is this gal? I said 35. Turns out she's 31. 31, former college lacrosse player. You could legit be her mom. I could not be Jesse Cofield's You're 53. Mom. I would have been a very young father. Jerry. 22? 22. Nowadays? You could be her mo- her father. Nowadays, mom, twenty being a twenty-two-year-old parent is bizarre. Back in you know when our parents were parents, but it happens every day. I know, accidentally, uh, maybe, but it happens a lot. Or in the Midwest, <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, in the Midwest, why they, are we picking on the Midwest? Because they still have those like what? You know, well, like people get married young. Okay, they have families. They live on farms. So if you move to Kansas, you could be a father at twenty-two. They raise cattle. Would Kansas be considered the Midwest, Eddie? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. The so king that, of the Midwest, you could Jerry. Be, matter of fact, I met, let me get his name. So I met a graduate assistant from the University of Miami. All right. Last night. His dad sent me um, on Twitter 
he messaged me just saying, hey, uh, my son's a GA from Miami. You know, hope you don't mind, but he's probably going to come over, say hello, big fan, whatever. And you said, have him escorted out of the building. No, I did not. Oh. Why would I do that? Come know. on now. You're busy working. My point is, he comes over. I'm like, he's a kid. So Paul Matthews is the guy on Twitter who reached out. It's his son. And he's the graduate assistant at Miami. And his son, he's telling me his dad's up every morning. How about this? Retired at 58. That's what I'm doing, Jerry. How awesome is that? But my point is, like, I'm talking to him, like, I'm out of game. And I'm thinking, my God, I could be this kid's dad. Right. It's possible. I'm sick of being old, old enough to be people's dads, Jerry. Well, what, well soon you, well, actually, you're kind of old enough to be a grandfather. I'm just now saying. you're being silly. No, I'm not. Why you am are. I being silly? In order for me to be what's this woman's name? Jesse Colefield? Yeah. In order for me to be her father, I would have had to been twenty two. That doesn't happen. She these could days. have a kid. She's thirty one. That's possible. So you could be someone's grandfather. Of course you Actually, could. Actually, when I did Google her, Jerry, she is pregnant. <laughs> Bing bang boom, you're pregnant. <laughs> there you go. You could be grandpa. Grandpa Al. I don't like that. <laughs> well, what can I tell you? Although with my bald head and glasses, I look like my uh, grandfather. Do you really? I see it. My uh, family doesn't see it. I've well, he he's he passed in like the nineteen eighties. How old was he? Uh, Sixty four. How old did he look? Eh, probably seventy. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, I feel like I have that that look. You, you should know? you should do a side by side photo later. All right. I would be interested in seeing that. You got it, Jerry. This is my grandfather used to, like, pound uh, Schaefer beers. <laughs> Good for him. Hey, come home from work. Is, is that why he died, or died young? Uh, oh, he, I th- he had colon cancer. Oh, God. But he, uh, this is a move I would do, kind of. What, not get checked? Yeah, he had <laughs> symptoms and just was like, nah, they'll, they'll go away. It doesn't go away. <laughs> I just ignore it. They'll oh go away, God. Jerry. No, no, no. I'll just pretend I'm not having butt pain and eh, <laughs> sure it'll go away. Come on. That's not a good sim- not a good symptom to have, Al. I'll poop in a box, send it off, and let them. <laughs> if I get results back that I'm not happy with, ah, I'll say. By the way, this test can't work. I'm pooping in a box. A guy from UPS messaged me on Twitter. I don't know if you saw this. No, too. I think you were on it. Maybe you weren't. So he saw a box. He's been delivering these boxes for Lumi, which he never knew what it was until we started talking about. And it. And what is this one again? This is butt that's wash? the butt deodorant. Oh, butt deodorant. Right. I mean, it's good for anything. Yeah. But that's how they are presenting it on TV. It can clear up any stench. And so now when he delivers these, now he knows what it is. Yeah. It's kind of like if you're getting Cologuard. I notice now when I'm walking the dog in the neighborhood, I like to look at packages on the front porch to see if it's, you know, when it's Don't Amazon. Don't get too close. You get arrested. No, no. I, when it's Amazon, it's impossible to tell what right. it is. But when it's like something that comes from a company like is there as a coal guard box mm-hmm. or something, I'm, I'm taking notice of it. Yeah, I'm sure you are. My neighbors are on notice. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to see where you're getting packages sent from. Reason number 7,000 why Al's annoying his neighbors. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and assume this. If you get a black envelope, yeah, those are boner pills. No. <laughs> Because they always go like this. We'll send them in a discreet box. Doesn't have it could be porn. It's something nefarious. Uh, it's something that you don't want people to know what it is. Let's right. just leave it there. So now you're putting it in a black envelope. So now we know it's something that well, my, you are not proud of. But I would think places like Four Hymns and Roman, yeah, send all of their stuff that way. Could be medicine for that's true. Baldness. That's true. I I got vitamins from Roman for a little while. And what what kind of envelope? 
black. So people envelope. thought you had boner pills coming to you. They should know if I was Roman or Hims or one of those, I would my packages would be I'd send the in an envelope and it would say, This is definitely not boner pills. <laughs> you can't put that on the envelope. <laughs> and then, so if someone saw it, I'd be like, Oh, they're definitely not. It says <laughs> You're right, right. On the box. Um, now we'll take the word for it because yeah. they printed it. It says definitely not boner <laughs> pills. I swear to God. <laughs> That's dumb. Ay, ay, ay. All right, let's take a break and let's reset. We'll get away from the boner pill talk. I've got we'll... some Aaron Judge stuff here, Jerry. Yeah, I'm a, I, there's another story I'm tired of already. <laughs> Can we sign somewhere? Like, what? Honestly, what takes so long? I don't know. We've known he's going to be a free agent. He went to San Francisco before Thanksgiving. The Make an offer and Jacob DeGrom, find out where you want to go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's move it along. And then I heard the Rays are interested. Why? You're not paying him? The Rays? The Rays, Jerry. The Rays don't pay anybody. I know they paid a couple of their young guys, but they pay them while they're young, so they get them on the cheap. They're not paying Jacob DeGrom $40 million a year. I heard they're getting Jacob DeGrom and Aaron Judge. Oh, stop. I Just, come, just both figure guys. out where you want to go and let's move on. I'm with, I'm with Sal. I heard him drive it in. It's enough. Figure it out and let's go. My God. All right, quick break. 5-16, we're just getting started. We got a lot to do. And then uh, Boomer and Geo at 6 right here on The Fan. I know what you're doing here. See what I did there, Jerry? She was 79. Christine McVie. Very sad that she passed, but 79, I was surprised when I... So I saw the note that she had passed away. Yeah. And I said, God, that sucks. And I, I don't know why. I legit was thinking she was 65-ish. Like 79. 79, Jerry. Yeah. Ugh. Rest All in right. peace, right, Jerry? I didn't know she wrote a lot of the music, too. She did. I didn't know that. Until this morning. She wrote some of uh, a couple of their big hits. Yeah. Nora O'Donnell told me that. Nora O'Donnell. Oh, the evening news that you Yeah, watched? we were talking about the evening news anchors the other day. And uh, I heard. So I guess WCBS 880, because that was actually on in my car for whatever reason mm-hmm. when I got in it this morning. And I turned it on and I heard Nora O'Donnell. And she was talking about this. And so, yeah, I didn't realize. 79 years old. 79 years old, Jerry. And I guess um, uh, Stevie Nicks wrote a very touching. Yeah thing about her yep i guess they were very close is that right well she said best friends oh, see, best see friends. on the other side oh really if there is another side yes. i hope there's another side well I, we all hope we don't otherwise, know otherwise what are we doing i will tell you i listened to yours and eddie's podcast yesterday yeah and me and eddie as different as we are mm-hmm. in lockstep with some stuff too like what give me a big thing that uh you heard on the podcast i did with eddie uh, that the, you... well be, the one thing about how things are really just what they are most and most things can be explained, usually. Right. But people, for some reason, want to believe in other things. <laughs> it's a bird, you moron. Exactly. Yes, that too. Well, neither one of you has come up with any any way that we built the pyramids. Any, you haven't come up with a no. Better... But I will tell you, the fact that there are thirty-five foot tall humans back then is not a great one. That's a theory. It's a terrible theory because there's no proof behind it. Oh, right, and ancient civilizations had basically planes and computers. Yes. And, okay. uh, I mean, by the way, I started. So... I started watching Ancient Apocalypse. Yeah. Last. I got about twenty minutes into the first episode. Uh, I can tell you, like the way they're presenting it, mm-hmm. it's comical with the. With the dramatic music, and this could be this, and this could be. So I'm not passing judgment. They have yet. to make some gullible people um, believe it. Yes. That's all. 
I'll use <laughs> no, but ancient Egyptians with no uh, tools whatsoever dragged gigantic rocks five hundred miles from the from a town's and a lot over of people died and uh, built pyramids for no reason. Come Maybe on, there guys. was a reason. Oh, uh, come on, guys, to us. <laughs> I'll give you a couple options. Aliens did it. Gigantic humans, right? I actually did. Uh, did you hear yourself right now? Yes. Okay. I actually like this, you said that out loud. I swear, Jerry, I saw an article on this two days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. There is a theory. Oh, here we go. Oh, boy. That uh, there were... You're familiar with King Kong? <laughs> yes, That there were gigantic King Kongs that maybe oh, did it. come on. All right. <laughs> that sounds ridiculous. Uh, no, right, but giant humans doesn't. That doesn't sound as crazy. And what crazy. I proposed to him about, you know, maybe they harnessed elephants to help move. So harnessed nothing. elephants. Right. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> but it a 35 foot human is not. <laughs> How is an elephant making a gigantic pyramid? <laughs> you guys are nuts. We're nuts. Okay. All right. No, it was King Kong. Evidently. No, I said that was a crazy one. <laughs> yes, it is oh, a crazy okay. one. But a, but a civilization that had technology one, that we're not aware of? Once again, I'll ask where is the bones? No, no, no. We dig up fossils from no, no. millions of years I'm ago. I'm saying that, that there, we had a civilization that also has technology like we have today. Today. I'm saying back then there was a, a technologically advanced society that was able to do things that we go, oh, they didn't have the tools. Yeah, they did. Had the tools. So there was Babylonian Twitter. <laughs> you don't build pyramids with Twitter, but no, but they cut perfect shaped uh, cylindrical or, uh, uh, but again, so, but where would be the remains? The remains of what? Of these giant no, humans. No, I'm, I'm off the giant humans. You're off the, okay. I'm on regular size humans. So where's the proof of the aliens? There's, I'm off of that too. So what are you on then? There was people that look like you and me, Jerry. Right, but you're, you're not answering my question though. Where would be the remains and the proof of that time? Well, we have remains of humans from back then. But there's no, there's no proof of anything else from back then. It just melted away. Well, all of the buildings, all of the like, structures. where were the Teslas? They don't have. We they didn't have Teslas. But we have them now. You just said a civilization no, like today. They had cars and you're planes. Everything and... literal. I'm saying <laughs> there is. We we have this idea that back in those days, all we had was guys with spears stabbing buffalo and eating them. We're saying while those also existed, at that time, there was also a, a civilization that had other tools to build pyramid-like things and structures. and like, like circular saws? I don't know how they did it. They had something that was cutting something, for sure. Okay. Nature doesn't make perfect blocks. There are perfect I have blocks. No, I, I have no idea. That's why they're called the wonders of the world. Right, exactly. So you have no idea... But no. Thus, you can't shoot down any theories. Um, no, I mean, I can I can not believe them. That's fine. I mean, you can have a theory that there's there's aliens right now hovering above us. That, that is 100% a theory that right yes. now above your head, there's an invisible alien okay. that is programming you to say what you're going to say next. I don't believe that, but I can say that, and but, you really can't challenge me. But when you don't have a theory for how the uh, pyramids were built... I have slave labor. I have the same theory that people have had for years and, and years got, and years. And they got the blocks from... I have no idea. Exactly. And I'm not going to fight you on it because I don't care. I no, couldn't but, give but a crap know. about it. No, but, I, but I'm also not going to go with a theory that there was this unbelievable technologically advanced civilization 
Why is that ridiculous? I can't do this. What else? What else? Let's. You can't sports. do it because you you don't have an explanation for how perfectly cut blocks were built 500 feet in the air. Well, one, I don't care. That that is true. 100. percent That's true. Two, I don't have an explanation. Right. Three, I don't care. And but you four, do care. Or you and four, upset. until this guy created this show, right. no one's ever brought this up. Like, uh, when, was, when was the first time you heard this? From this guy. Okay. But this theory has been out there. I like I, I listened to George Norrie, AM Coast to Coast. This theory about uh, ancient, advanced, very advanced civilizations but has been out where does it come there. from? From it, people so like, wanting to believe. I, because you don't have an explanation uh, for how things are in the world. That's why. That's where it comes from. But where did the whole... Sl- oh, and he's leaving. Where did the whole slave labor thing come from? Aren't there things written about it? Oh, sure, yeah. Well, that that's fact, that there were slaves and all that. All right. I, I have to we're go getting nowhere. You got to go. Fine. And he's too he's smarter than I am, so I'm not going to have hmm. the conversation. Anyway, go ahead. What well, else? that stinks. What else? I uh, agree, because I, I did enjoy the podcast yesterday. I like when Eddie talks about, forget that stuff, but yeah. just the whole idea of the world. I was so confused by what Eddie was saying. Well, most. I was zoned out. Well, even like, the question was confusing. Even the question was confusing because yeah. the language in it was, and you guys had to look it up. But I, again, when he talks, sometimes I find, even if I don't understand him, very um, engaging is a good word. Really? Yeah, on certain topics, yes. Okay. Yes, on certain topics. All right, that's good to know. Yeah. You mentioned Aaron Judge? <laughs> you mentioned Aaron, Aaron Judge, Judge before, before the break, yes. Uh, and you're right. We've got... So the Yankees have an offer, I guess, on the table for $300 million now, over Now, who released years. this now? ESPN. Okay. But they didn't, they didn't... They just say ESPN reports. Aaron Judge has an offer from the Yankees in the neighborhood of $300 million or over eight years. And this appears to be the starting point, they say. Oh, my God. The starting But you're right. Like, what... What are we waiting for? I don't know. So the San Francisco Giants had to know he was being a free agent. Everyone's known this. Have your offer ready. It's like like on draft day in the NFL when the first team goes up. (laughs) And they wait and wait and wait. Yeah, make the pick. You know who you want. What have you been doing? Yes. So just so I see. So what did you say was 300 over eight years? In the neighborhood of 300 over eight years. So 37.5 a year. that was the number I heard. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And it's a lot of money when you figure he's going to be 39 at the end of it. And and I heard Sal. I love Sal. But Sal said, he didn't say it was an insulting offer. Mm -hmm. But a low ball. An insulting offer? I don't think he said use that word. Maybe a low ball. We've lost our minds. We really have. I know. I keep waiting for that bubble to burst of the salaries and. I don't know when it's happening. I don't know where the money comes from. I, don't I have know where no it... idea. I don't understand. I don't. I don't get it. Like, the judge thing, I get for the next few years because I do think, so the, let's say the Yankees re-sign him. Let's say the Yankees gave him four, and no one else is going to pay him because the money's ridiculous, which is a big ask, but just hear me out for a second. Let's say the Yankees signed him for four years, $200 million. He's 32 now, right? 32? I think he's 32, 30, whatever he is. He'd be 30. It makes sense that he still has those great years in front of him, but you're not going to pay him when he's 39. Right. I can make the case that by jersey sales, ticket sales, the spectacle of Judge in his prime still, that the Yankees will make that money back. I can. Not when he's 38 and hitting 26 home runs and driving in nine. It's not the same player, and you're paying him 
like the guy that hit 62 home runs, and he's not going to be that when he's in his late 30s. doesn't make sense to me. I always feel like those are like, yeah, that's future problems for the Yankees. Well, that's what a lot of teams do. Right. A lot of teams will do that. We'll worry about that. Correct. Down the road. And they'll also sell you on as long as we win or if we win a World Series or two, we can deal with that later because it paid off. Because Brian Cashman's got to think, okay, well, when am I going to retire? If I can get this deal done now, right. I don't even have to worry about it when we're not when we're paying them to suck. I would If I'm Brian we'll Cashman... And he's been doing this a long time. Brian Cashman is how old? He is 55. No joke. If I was Brian Cashman, yeah. next World Series win, I leave. Out. Now, they haven't won since 2009, so it's been a long time. Let's say they won it in 2025. I'm gone. Right. Done. Soon. I'm running. Yes. Right. You're going to be like when Tom Brady and Bill Belichick get back together again, win a Super Bowl, both split. No, Belichick will split. He seems to love it. Yeah, that's weird. Brady, maybe. But then again, Brady, uh, I thought, was going to walk away after winning the last two that he won. Yeah. And, and he just back. continues to end. Now he's divorced because right. of it. And his much. wife's like, listen, you got to walk away or we're done. He's like, yeah, stuff. stick around another year. Well, no, he well, he decided to retire. Yeah. And then said, you know what? My bad. I'm going back. He was home a couple of days. He's like, I got to get back. Yeah. I guess that paint department in there. Home Depot wasn't working for him yeah. like it would for me. Right. Hey, so someone asked me that the other day. Like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, I am serious. It sounds lovely. To work in the paint department? Why not? Spin some cans of paint. Yeah. Make the paint the exact color that you want it. It's you'd, cool. You'd have knowledge. Of like People be like, um, what do you think goes with this guy? I have this color in my living room. What do, what do you think would go in the bathroom? You'd be like, listen, these two colors go really nice. This is a hot color this fall. Dark purple. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recommending violet dark purple to all of my customers. They do have some crazy col- colors. Yeah. You wonder who's buying this. But some people do. Yeah. All right, quick break. When we come back, we got more to do. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at six. Great friends, great tequila. Casamigos tequila brought to you by those who drink it. Make sure you have plenty on hand this weekend. Casamigos tequila reminds our friends to celebrate responsibly. Like it. This is new Metallica. It is Jerry. So a new album or just a song or two? This is just a song, but uh, I guess a new album is coming. Very cool. So I guess that means they're going on tour soon. They are. All right. They I hope they're that. all okay. They had that documentary that was kind of nuts. I hope they're good to go. I think they're good. And in fact, I heard what they're doing is uh, they're like what they're playing like two dates in in each uh, city or whatever. Okay. Two completely different songs. You're not getting the same song at all, both shows. Different set lists. Different set lists. That's cool. Yeah. You know what that does? It makes you, if you're a big fan, it makes you want to go to both. Yes. That's actually really, it's an interesting idea. Yeah, I like that idea. All right, you want to go? Uh, oh, is that why Spike, t- yeah. oh, that's why he mentioned on Twitter yesterday about buying Metallica tickets. Yes. And he's very much like you. And oh he's going to want to sell yeah. them and not want to go. Yeah, he said, why buy them then? If you know, if you know yourself, you're not going to go. Don't buy them. I know. There's just something about it. Seems like yes, I should go see that. Well, they got to be at MetLife Stadium, right? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, they got to be playing stadium. Yeah, I think probably next summer. Twenty. God, 2023. 2023, Jerry. Whole. It's actually a 2023-24 tour. Oh. Oh my God. These these dates are just nuts. Let's see. So they're starting in Amsterdam in April. Let's go there. We get uh, heavy weed, Jerry. Uh, I don't. I'm good without the weed. You know their first American. You know where their first American stop is in August. Gillette Stadium. 
MetLife Stadium. Oh, MetLife that Stadium. That is their first American show. Yeah. And that'll be August 4th and August 6th, a Friday. You could do that. Yeah, I don't know about Metallica fans. Why? They're probably older now, though, right? I still picture, like, yes. just teenagers. No, no, I think that's a more, that's a Ford. I mean, yeah, there, w- there will be some younger kids for yeah. sure. That's mostly a 40s crowd. Right, like Master of be. Puppets was out when I was in... 1980-something. Yeah, like I was in high school. I think it was, was like 83? 87, maybe? Was 86, it 87? 87? I was even earlier than that. Okay. Master. Yeah. Master. And then, oh, see, this would be fun. AT&T Stadium in Arlington. Oh. In uh, August 18th and 20th. I like what they're doing there. They're all... This whole tour... Yeah. Uh, aside, from, aside from a couple of dates, 90% of this tour is Friday, Sunday. Nice. Going all... They have dates. How about this? Oh, my God. They have dates going to September 29th, 2024. Yeah. And you know who is going to be supporting them on their Europe leg? Five-finger death punch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By the way, I heard some five-finger death punch. Did you? They're not heavy. Okay. The guy's voice is very, like, very manly. Okay. But they have a bunch of slower songs. All right. Well, yeah, I was surprised. They will be playing some North America shows with them too. You got five Pan- finger death punch. You got Pantera. Oh, on one leg of the North American tour, yeah. and you got five finger death punch along with Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills, Jerry. <laughs> I can't wait for the uh, deep voice guy to do the commercials. Five <laughs> finger death punch. Ice Nine Kills. That's a Kurt Vonnegut reference, <laughs> by the way. I don't know who that is. Me neither. Who's I've Kurt heard the Vonnegut? name. I don't know who that is. Slaughterhouse Five. Have you heard of that movie? No. Based on his book? No. Okay. No. Nope. Is he a historical figure? He's an author. An author. One of the great American authors. Fiction or nonfiction? Fiction and some nonfiction. Hmm. I don't like fiction. I don't either. I like documentaries and biographies. Yeah, biographies. Yeah. I I find it very difficult to read fiction. Yeah. Then again, I don't read anything these days. So. <laughs> you don't like fiction, but you're watching the ancient apocalypse. Yeah, I like to. I like to see. <laughs> I like to see things. I will watch fiction occasionally. I can't read it. All right. Well, listen. Any sitcom you watch is, fi- is yes, fiction. Fiction. I just can't read it. It just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't interest. Doesn't do me. it for you. But there's a lot of good concerts coming out this yeah, year. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be quite a summer, Jerry. Liquid. Oh, this is so blackened. Is their whiskey? That's a sponsor of their tour. And Liquid oh, yeah. Death, which is that water. Yeah, which is, I don't, I don't know why you call it liquid death. If it's I don't water, either. But looks good. I don't understand it. Uh, by the way, Jerry, Deshaun Watson did not meet with reporters yesterday. He was back at practice. Yeah, I know. And uh, I have written a joke, Jerry. A I'm late. glad I am glad that you did um, make it clear that that was a joke because I was going to go fishing for it. Yeah. I said, uh, Kevin Stavans- Stefanski, Jerry, he's the head coach of the Cleveland Browns. He doesn't uh, know if rust will be a factor for Deshaun Watson. He suggests a massage to loosen up. <laughs> so I, start, I started immediately going to the Browns website, and then I noticed the little parentheses that you put in. I kid, I kid. And I meant to ask you if I have to actually look for this. I didn't know if he then said, I kid, I kid, or oh, that, that was no, you oh doing that. Imagine if Kevin Stavansky came out and said, oh, I'd get him for a massage. I'm kidding, folks. <laughs> My bad. That Just would be joking. headlines everywhere. Yes, it would be. That He's would be a big story. people. That would be a very big story. Yeah. I agree. I'm but gonna, he didn't say that. You said that. Yeah. I'm uh, now going uh, full on rooting against the Browns. 
Well, yeah, we can't. I think everybody is. I'm not. There are gonna be Browns fans that are not gonna root for them. Yeah, to win. I do believe that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I'm, I'll be interested to check in on that game yeah. and see how that's going. It was like when the Cowboys signed Greg Hardy. I had a yeah. tough. I really did. I had a tough time with that. Yes. Like I get the whole you're rooting for the jersey thing. I do, but man, those especially stories about him. Gosh, it's even tougher when it's the quarterback. I think. Yeah. Like Greg Hardy. Bad guy, you don't want to root for him, but it, you're not. Re- it's you're not rooting for a defensive guy individually, almost. But right. a quarterback is every snap getting the ball for you. No, he's the biggest player on the field. Absolutely. Did you see the story about John Kitna's son? I did. Terrible. So he's a quarterback at University of Florida. He's a bad. I think he's the backup quarterback, backup. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, did Did John Kitna go there as well? I don't know. I kind of feel Kittner like went. he was a Florida quarterback. But I guess they found child pornography on his computer. And, yeah, there's five different counts. Two are for that and two are for something else. Yeah. But, and who knows if there's more? Because I think they seized his computers and his all that stuff. What a creep. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, not great. Then I saw a story. Hold on. There was another son of a... NFLer. This is again by everybody why Al will not have children. He doesn't want to exactly. deal with this. <laughs> Imagine I'm John Kitna. I had a great NFL career, <laughs> really long career. Guy played for a bunch of teams, yes. had some great years. Right. And now his kid is with child pornography. What a jerk. Yeah. No. It's... Ruined my good name. Uh, unfortunately, the photo that comes up in a lot of stories is of John Kitna yeah. playing in the NFL. I said, oh, here's John Kitna. I do think, though, most people will separate the two. Yeah. And no, it wasn't John Kitna that did this. It was his dumb son. Yeah, his stupid son. Yeah. Our idiot son. <laughs> Our liquored up kicker. Our liquored up kicker. Right. Got some... What was the other one you saw? Uh, I was confused by something. I think I think in one of the uh, stories, they... they um, Use the wrong quarterback's name. They use the starting quarterback. Oh, okay. So imagine you're that guy. Yeah, no, that would be terrible. And you wake up, you're like, what? That would be terrible. Say what? Yeah. Yep. This is it, Jerry. That's a bad one. Yeah, not a good uh, mugshot either. No. Jalen Kitna. Not that any are good, but. No. There are some handsome people mugshots, but uh, most uh, mugshots are are not going to be good for you. Right. Hmm. Uh, Did you see CJ Huzama was with your guy? That you love Chris Rose. Oh, yeah, the Chris Rose football show. That's right. So how about the fact that uh, I wanna, I'm going to play one for you very quickly because you had the whole Zach Wilson situation. Yeah. Um, and here was Uzama. Rose said, do you say something to him after he makes the comments that he makes about, you know, not letting down the defense in New England? I text him Tuesday night just like. Hey. No, not for nothing. It does sound like he said had sex with him Tuesday night, <laughs> but he said I texted but, him Tuesday night. And by the way, he he said the comments after the game Sunday, right? No, it was after the New England game. And that was... Uh, Sunday was the Bears. But I'm saying when when they played New England on... Two what, weeks ago. But on a Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, he, so he makes those comments Sunday after the yes. game. Yes. So then Monday goes by. Now he's texting him Tuesday. So night. he, so uh, he, I didn't put all of that in. He texted him. Um, he said Sunday's a crazy day. You know, you you fly back from New England. You go your own way. He goes Monday. I texted him a few times, and then Tuesday is when he decided okay. to. I texted him Tuesday night, just like, hey man, just letting you know, like 
obviously you you know you, you rub the team the wrong way just um i'd say something if i were you and so he had already planned to say something and what was interesting was when he says here uh da, 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 about wilson addressing the team like that to me especially after Salah said hey like we're gonna we're gonna make a change for right now him like getting up there like very emotional like emotional rightfully so i would have been emotional does that mean he was crying sounds like it yeah so he said it meant a lot actually and everyone kind of went up to him afterwards and we got your back man uh but yeah very, I don't think he can cry in the locker room if you're a quarterback. I don't know. I, I, move. I, I agree, especially when you're the number two pick. But in this case, he made it seem like it meant everything that okay. he stood up in front of them and said what he had to say. Well, he's got to be itching to get back on the field, right? Of course. I mean, you get pulled. Yeah, how could you not be? Your teammates are not happy with you. Right. Like, you got to want to go out there and light it up. He said the team knew immediately what because they're all on their phone and when zach wilson was like no no in terms of letting the defense down like yeah. it blew up and they knew in the locker room very quickly so that spread like wildfire well even zach wilson said his dad texted him right away he's like what are you doing yeah not great yeah all right quick break when we come back we'll wrap it up boomer and geo on a what is today wednesday thursday on a thursday right now in odyssey sportsman at amy lawrence the college football playoffs expanding It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes, or really a minute, and then Boomer and Gio will be here. Uh, the Knicks lost, the Nets won, the Rangers won. What else? But uh, Ben Simmons is still out, Jerry. Yeah, he's going to be out a few days. A few games, I should say. Well, he's out last night, then I guess uh, three more games. Yes. Or two more games. Correct. What's and Watanabe, is, it looks like that might even be more of a problem, too. Who is this now? He's their uh, their sharp shooting three point. They have a few of them actually. Seth Curry, you got Joe Harris, and this Watanabe kid has really come out of nowhere. I don't know where I don't know where they got him from. He can shoot it though. They were saying one of the best shooters I've ever seen. Is that just his last name or his first? That's his last name. name. Watanabe. Yuta is his first name. Yuta Watanabe. Yuta Watanabe. Yes. And I don't know how long he's going to be out, but no. it's going to be some time. How many people do they even have on these NBA rosters? Um, I know a college roster is sixteen. I think an NBA roster is twelve. I think a, an active roster. And then I if guys so. get hurt, you were able to bring other guys We in. only play five, so 12 should be plenty, actually. What? WFAN. WFAN-FM. WFAN-FM HD1. New York. Always live on the free Odyssey app.